wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. One of the key ways that you get better at communicating is by actually doing it. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOnDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all the go underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is I'm going to give you a compelling case for creating, for you creating more content, not me creating more content. I think I'm keeping myself pretty busy, but as far as you creating more content, I'm going to tell you why you need to do this and I'll get into the explanation in a moment. First of all, let me tell everyone I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free to everyone who is in my text community every single day. If you would like to receive that text, the message that is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, all you have to do is text me at my text number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day, 305-384-6894. And every day when I send that message out, you will be on the receiving end. You can even respond to any of those messages and maybe get a response back from me. So this topic today, the case for you creating more content, I'm defining content simply as free information that is shared online. All right, that's all content is. Free stuff that you put on the internet, whether it be information about the clothes you're wearing today, information about what you have for lunch or information as far as giving people a sampling of what's in your book or how you coach people or whatever's in your newest course that you just dropped, whatever. Today, I'm going to tell you why. If you are doing any business online, any kind of business online, even if it's just a piece of your business is being done online, I want you to want to have more content out there. And today, I'm going to explain to you why that is. Point number one, the topic again today is the case for making more content. And actually, before I even get into point number one, let me tell you some episodes where I've talked about content in the past. Just a few weeks ago, I told you, if you got a content idea, I told you what to do with it instead of sending it to me. I don't need anybody's content ideas. I'll tell you what to do with those content ideas when you get some. Episode 1916, the three biggest content mistakes that you are making. 1898, 
episode 1898, how to become a content machine. Episode 1311, how to make everything into content material. Episode 1213, I told you why you need to be creating content all the time if you're not doing it already. So that was over a thousand days ago. So there's just a few episodes where I've talked about content. But if you go to workingyourgamepodcast.com, you can see all the episodes in the history of the show right there on one page. So that's where you can get those. And every episode that I just mentioned is listed down below in the show notes. So now on to point number one and topic again, case for you making more content. Number one, content makes you findable and discoverable. This is the great thing about creating content. It makes you easier to find and it makes it possible that somebody could discover you. This is the number one reason why we create content. This is the reason content exists, because it allows you to possibly get found by a person who otherwise would not know that you existed. I mean, this is pretty much what we do on the Internet these days. The Internet gives us a way to put ourselves out there and hopefully the type of people who we want to engage with find our stuff. They see our stuff and they go deeper into our world and eventually it creates the kind of relationship, whatever it is, the kind of relationship you want to create. So the more that you have when it comes to content, at least useful, valuable content, the easier it becomes for someone, the type of people who you want to work with, to find you if they were looking you up. Now, if someone's looking you up in the search engine, you want to be positioned to where people would actually find you and see that you exist. And when someone first hears about you, the first thing they're going to do is look you up. All right. When someone hears about you, even if they meet you in person, if you and I meet in person and you tell me your name, I never heard of you before. Then if I'm curious about you, if I am intrigued enough about you, then when we leave each other's presence, if I remember, I'm going to go online, I'm going to look you up and see what I can find out about you, see who you are, see what your website is, see what you're posting on social media, just see what you're about. Right, whatever it is you told me you do, I'm going to look that up and let me see if this person really is doing the thing that they said that they're doing. I remember when I was in college, one of my college friends went to a different campus and I went to her campus went to a party with her and a bunch of her other friends. And I met some girl from their campus there. She knew I didn't go to school there. She had never seen me before. I said, yeah, I go to Penn State Altoona. I play on a basketball team. And my friend who I knew who went to that campus told me later that she saw that girl. And that girl said, well, that guy's a liar because he says he's on the basketball team. I looked him up. And he wasn't on the basketball team, but she had looked up the wrong campus. So she didn't see me on that campus's basketball team, but I was on the basketball team. I wasn't lying about being on the basketball team, but this is 20 years ago. She was looking me up. And that's what people do. All right. Since we've had the internet, this is what people do. When they find out about you, they look you up and they see what is this person about? Either they're going to verify something that you said, or they just want to look you up just because people are curious about people. That's how we get information these days. We used to get information by seeing, hey, who knows this person? By like actual human beings, we would ask. Now we ask the internet, what do they know about this person? So people are always going to go look you up. So the more quality content you have out there, which you have created yourself, so it's probably going to be you putting your best foot forward, whatever that material is, however your best foot looks. Now people can find it that way, but you don't want to leave it up to chance for the Internet to decide what gets shown about you. You get to decide what gets shown about you. So even if the Internet, quote unquote, comes up with some bad stuff about you, let's say you get a, some kind of a legal scandal or some person with a big audience trashes you or you become uh, some kind of tabloid subject matter for a couple of months. If you create enough quality content, your content can basically bury the negative stuff. Anything that you don't want seen or shown about you, it's not like it's going to completely disappear. But if you create enough good content, then anything bad anybody can say about you ain't even going to get seen because the good stuff that you created is going to outweigh it. And that's what you want. That's why you create content. So you are in control of the conversation that is happening about you 
online. So no matter what you do, no matter who you are, when people hear about you, they're going to look you up. All right. So you want to make sure you're controlling that conversation. Content is one way. It's not the only way, but it's one very good way to control that conversation. Something you should understand is that a company like Google, which is the number one place people go when they do searches, I mostly been using the DuckDuckGo search engine simply because it doesn't invade privacy as much as the Google apps do. But most people still use Google. Google also owns YouTube. So if you have videos on YouTube, those things will come up at the top of the search results, very close to the top of the search results. Anytime somebody looks you up, if you have videos out there that, of course, that they have your name on it and Google can connect the videos to who you are, when people search you, those videos will come up. So because they own YouTube, Google puts that stuff up front and center. Now, Google is in a battle with companies like Apple and Facebook. So whatever you have on their platforms, Facebook and Apple, the Google will still show them, but they don't show them as prominently as they do the stuff that they own or stuff that they have indexed, like your own personal website and things like that. So again, content is just a way for you to dominate that conversation and control it because the content is stuff that you have made yourself. So when someone first hears about you, they're going to look you up one way or another. So what you don't want to happen is for somebody to look you up and find nothing. Or let's say they find other people who have the same name as you and they get confused about which one is you. If you sell things online, Google yourself right now and see what you see. So I'm going to do it right now. Just to, I'm going to eat my own dog food and do this. So I'm going to Google Dre Baldwin right now. Now I'm looking in the DuckDuckGo search engine. I'm not using Google, so it might be different results. And it is actually different results depending on which one you look at. So when I look up, when I Google myself, here's what I see. First, I get DreBaldwin.com. That's where I have my speaking material and a bio. Then DreAllDay.com. Then DreAllDay.com, my basketball page. Then the about page for my website. Then there's some article I did on uh, BillionSuccess.com. Then there's my recommended reading list. Then there's my book, The Third Day. Then there's my book, The Mirror of Motivation. There's my sales programs, Hoop Handbook, basketball programs. Then there's my podcast, my Dre All Day podcast page. That's all on the first page. Then the Second page, the first result on the second page is actually Dr. Dre. But then the next one, next result after that is Amazon, me, YouTube, me. Now, since this is DuckDuckGo, they don't put YouTube at the top of the search results. But if I looked in a Google search, YouTube would be much higher. Then there's famousbirthdays.com. They had me listed on famousbirthdays.com. They actually got me born, being born a year earlier than I actually was. They got me born in 81. I was actually born in 1982. But anyway, then my YouTube channel. Then popularbio.com. Then there's a guy named Drake Baldwin who plays at some small college. That's a different Drake Baldwin. That's not me. Then you have ideaminch.com. I did an article for them. I remember that. Teamneverquit.com. I was on their podcast. Shout out to those guys, Marcus and Morgan Luttrell. Then listennotes.com. That's some podcast stuff. UNLV.com. I did a TED Talk over there. My book, Work On Your Game. Then there's Work On Your Game podcast. Then there's Audible my audio books, and it's the Dre Baldwin college football player, then infofamouspeople.com. And then the last one is ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That was a podcast episode I was on. Let's see if I can remember who the host of this show was. I remember being on the show because I remember seeing this. Oh, yes, this was in Australia. This was uh, Anne-Marie Cross. Shout out to Anne-Marie. I was on her podcast uh, probably about, it's probably around March of this year. So those are the first two pages of what comes up in search results. And as you can see, there are only three results that weren't me. Two of them was some college football player, but the same name as me. And the other one was Dr. Dre's Wikipedia page. Everything else is me. So you'll know that it's me. And this is what you want to get whenever you are looking yourself up. And if I was to go to, I'm going to go to Google. 
and Google myself here. And you're going to see how the search results are a little bit different simply because Google owns YouTube. So they have vested interest in pushing YouTube to the top. So when I look myself up on Google, the first thing is you get a bunch of images because I have a uh, like an information box on YouTube because I have enough of a following that they got a bunch of pictures of me at the top. So when you look me up, you see those images there at the top. So they have a bunch of pictures of me that they pulled off the Internet, mostly off my website with a little write up about me that was written by me. So, again, this is you controlling the conversation. Then a bunch of my books, a bunch of my books are listed here from the Google Books website. Then you get workingyourgame.com, my Facebook and YouTube profile links. My Instagram is the next thing. Then they got some, my Twitter feed is embedded in there. Then my YouTube channel. So you see how this stuff is all higher up. Then they have three YouTube videos and there's a button to see more videos. So a bunch of YouTube videos. I got 8,000 videos on YouTube. So that will just keep going if I wanted to. My Facebook page, Amazon, Eurobasket.com, UNLV.com, my website, basketball stuff, then DreBaldwin.com, which is my about page and my speaking info. Twitter link, uh, BallingEurope.com. Then there's this college football player, the other Dre Baldwin. Then my SoundCloud, then Audible, Team Never Quit, Apple Books, which didn't show up on the other one. Mitch Matthews, I've been on his podcast. Shout out to Mitch Matthews, Unstoppable Mind. Thrift Books, which is some books listing. Uh, the ATB website, because I've spoken there a couple of times. VoyageMIA.com, I did an interview with them. Fit Business Podcast, that's a Dory Nugent, shout out to Dory. Thrive Global, I've done some articles for them. Some more stuff from Thrive. They're on their Medium page, Famous Birthdays. StephenHart.com, The How of Business, that's uh, Henry Lopez, shout out to Henry. Then some more podcast stuff, Billion Success, more podcast appearances that I made, more book stuff. So the whole point is, there's a lot of stuff that shows up on it. The whole point is, you want to control the conversation. <laughs> That's the point. Everybody got it. So when you look yourself up, all you should be doing, the same way I'm looking myself up, look yourself up and see what you're seeing and ask yourself, do you like those results? Do the results help your cause or hurt it? If someone doesn't know you, they just met you and shook your hand, they remembered your name, they went and looked you up, does it make them more interested in you or less interested? The more high quality content you have out there, the better your search results will speak for you. And it basically becomes free advertising on your behalf before a person even has any direct communication with you. They're going to go look you up and see what they can find out about you. When I first met Anna, I remember that we had met the first time. And then the next time we saw each other, she had looked me up and she said, oh, I see what you're doing. I see the stuff that you're doing is kind of is making an impact on people. And it was that reflected favorably on her about me. So this is why you want to have that material out there because it makes you look good. And again, people are doing this whether you want them to or not. So if you were to look yourself up, people should see whatever you've created, some photos of yourself. You got a website, interviews you've done, your books, places you sell things, your podcast, whatever. This only happens when you have enough high quality material that the search engines believe that your name is significant enough that they need to show this stuff off. In other words, the only way search engines believe that you're significant enough is the way they know it is by how often other people are going to your pages and going to your sites and looking you up. Now, how do you get people to look you up? You can't control it. You can't make them do it. The way you get people to look you up is that you need to create enough quality content that people are talking about you anyway. They're naturally talking about you because you're out here in the field, outside, doing your thing. Okay. So how much quality content you put out helps serve to that need. Point number two, today's topic is a case for you making more content. Content helps you master your voice. It's a very important aspect of creating. As you want to know what you're talking about, how you're talking about it, and be very confident 
and clear in your approach and in your communication. We talked about this in the episode on communication. One of the key ways that you get better at communicating is by actually doing it through writing, speaking, and conversing. All right, that's why you want to become a master communicator. We just talked about this three days ago. So you want to be a better communicator. You got to be out here actually doing it. You got to be active. So conversing. As you create more content, you'll get better at mastering your voice because you get into practice. And when I say mastering your voice, that means how you say things, what you say, what your pet topics are, how you describe and talk about things, how you talk about yourself. All these things matter in the way that you communicate and the confidence that you project as you communicate. Remembering that most communication is nonverbal. So the more confident you are in your material, the more that confidence will show in your nonverbal communication and the more people will listen to your actual verbal communication. And this is the way that it works. People pick up on your nonverbals first and then they decide whether or not to listen to your verbal stuff, even though it may seem like everybody's going off of your words that they're really not. And many people can't even explain that this is what's actually happening. We all as humans make decisions about whether or not to move forward with another person, not based on the words that they say, but on how they say the words. And that's based on the level of confidence, which is based on how much practice that person has in actually saying those things. When you've said something so many times, you're really confident in doing it and you're not self-conscious about it. So when I go do a, a speaking gig, for example, even if I'm talking about a topic that I haven't talked about before, all I do is pull material from something that I've already created. So I already have the 15 to 20,000 pieces of content online. So if I'm going to go give a speaking gig about anything, I guarantee it's something that I've talked about before. All I do is go look up that material that I've already made. And then I just craft my presentation based on something that I've already said, which means I'm more comfortable with it because it's not brand new material to me. So then I can just go out there and say it. And I don't really have to spend a ton of time trying to figure out what I'm going to say when I get up on the stage. I still do my preparation. I still do my walkthroughs and all of that stuff. But at the same time, it's not as a daunting a challenge for me because I'm talking about stuff that I've said before. So all of this stuff and because of that confidence that I have in what I'm saying, because I've said it so many times before, before I get on that stage, before I go on that interview, before I do whatever, those nonverbal cues mean people are really listening to what I'm saying because they can tell that I believe it. So while content is a practice ground, it's like a sandbox of sorts. This is what content does for you. It's a sandbox. Like I talked about in episode 1915, you need to have that sandbox for you to practice mastering your message. And you do need to master your message if you're going to sell your message. Number three, topic here today is a case for you creating more content. Point three, the right content done in volume will help you own a subject or own a particular approach. And that's what you want. If you looked up a basketball video online between 2005 and 2015, you had no choice but to see Dre Baldwin. All right, the reason why even to this day, it is the reason why, that even to this day, even though I haven't played basketball in seven years, people still approach me in the streets and tell me how to remember watching my basketball videos back in the day. Why? Because I had all that material out there that every basketball player out there knew who I was. Even if we never meet, they know who I am. Because every basketball player who was active in that decade, if you went on the internet, you saw me. So during that time period, I owned the topic of a basketball player practicing basketball by themselves. That was the topic that I owned. So if someone wanted to show you how to practice with a five on five, like a coach showing how to practice with the team. I didn't own that topic because that's not what I was doing. I was in the gym by myself on the court practicing. So anybody who wanted to learn how to practice by themselves individually, they all knew me because they all saw me online. So these days, you might not know me necessarily for one specific topic. And as on the show, I talk about many different things, right? But people do know me for when I even talk to people in my audience to say, what is it about my approach or what is it about my material that 
draws you in or gets you interested in hearing it from me when you can get it from a bunch of other people. And they say, well, Dre, you're direct. You keep it real. You get to the point. You don't bullshit. You know, you get you know, straight to what it is. So that that's what my ownership is these days. So your ownership can be an approach. It doesn't necessarily have to be a specific topic. All right. So your ownership can be a way of doing things, not necessarily the thing that you're a specific thing that you're talking about. Because like I said, I talk about a bunch of different things here. So I have ownership of an approach more than necessarily a subject matter these days. But either way, you want to have a brand, an image burned into the mind of your audience to where when they think about that thing, you're a person that comes to mind. A brand, that's all a brand is. It's just an image that is burned into the mind of other people when it comes to you or you are burned into their mind when it comes to a certain subject or a certain approach. So that's what a brand is. And how would somebody describe you to someone who's never heard of you before? You should think about that because the internet's doing it for you every single day. Every time somebody Googles you or looks you up in any search engine, whatever the results come up on that first page is the internet telling that person who you are and you don't have any control over that conversation. Well, you do, but you don't. You don't control the conversation because you don't control what Google is going to index and show about you, but you do control it because the more stuff you put out, the more you have control over what Google is going to see and think is relevant and thus show to anybody who asks Google who the hell is X, X being you, filling in your name. So that's what your brand is about. So if you don't have content out there, then you can't burn the image of anything onto the minds of other people unless you meet them in person. You had to do it one person at a time, one handshake at a time, which is fine. And it's very doable. I mean, that's what people used to do. But the challenge is you can't spread your name as quickly. You can't shake hands that fast. You can't shake that many hands that fast and not burn any kind of image on the people's mind. You can shake somebody's hand and move on to the next one really quick. But the internet can help you do it a whole lot faster. So that's why you want to have content out there so you can burn your image onto other people's minds and let them feel like they know you by going deep into your content rabbit hole, even if they never meet you. So for the people who will buy from you, you must own some real estate in their mind first because they had to be thinking about you to buy from you, right? Somebody's not going to buy something from a person never heard of unless you're selling a commodity. And the challenge with selling commodities is that, first of all, it's a race to the bottom. It's what we say, meaning that it's often a price battle rather than it's a quality battle. And secondly, if somebody buys a commodity from you, they could easily just go somewhere else to get the next commodity. They don't necessarily need it from you. So what is it about you that makes people remember you? That's why the content matters so much. And this applies to businesses as well as to individuals. Recap in today's class, which is the case for you making more content. Content is simply free information shared online. Here's why you need to make more of it out there. Make more of it and have it out there no matter how your business is set up. Number one, content makes you findable and discoverable. The more you have, the easier it will be for someone to find you if they were to look you up in a search engine. Uh, you don't want people to look you up and find nothing or you know, find negative stuff that you don't want them to see or to find that there's other people with your same name and then they get confused as to who you actually are. So Google yourself right now see what you see if you like it. Keep doing what you've been doing. If you don't like it, then you need to make more material so you can control that conversation. Number two, content helps you master your voice. Like I talked about a couple of days ago, how to be a master communicator. You need to be actively practicing the skill of communication. As you get better at creating content, you will master your voice, which is how you say things, what you say. Remembering that most of communication is nonverbal. So people go off of your energy and your confidence. And your confidence comes from the fact that you know you've talked about these things before and it's not brand new to you. People buy into that and then they will listen to you. Number three, the right content done in volume will help you own a subject or own an approach. So I used to own the subject of an individual basketball player practicing. Today, I really, my thing is more of an approach. 
of being real direct, of getting to the point, brass tacks, no filter. That's the thing that I own these days is I haven't played basketball in a long time. So you can own an approach. You can own a subject matter. It just depends on what you're putting out there. And also, you want to think about what do your target audience people want from you? What do they most like about you? You should ask them because they're the people who are going to pay you money. And I'm assuming that you're in business to make money. So ask the people who are paying you money what they like about you. And then you should focus on that because that's the thing that they want. And it might not necessarily be the same thing that you think they want. So these days, that's what people know me for. So either way, you want to have a brand burned into the mind of your audience. And that is simply the image that they have about you or the fact that they think of you when they think of that subject, subject X. So for people who will buy from you, you want to own some real estate in their mind because they can't buy from you. They're not thinking about you. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation free of charge straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And go to workonyourgameuniversity.com so you can work with me directly and see all your options. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.